Hey guys, uh, so unfortunately this week audio is a little weird. Uh, my microphone didn't have any kind of processing done to it for whatever reason, and so it's going to be a little, uh, a little out of whack. Jeff is going to be a lot louder than I am. I tried to do my best here in post, but uh, there you go. It'll be back to normal next week. Sorry. And gentlemen, it is Thursday. Let me pause that there. Thursday. It's January the 21st, 2021. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Hope you guys are ready to go. I'm not because I forgot to post the Patreon again. That's back to back now. That's becoming a problem, but that's okay. I'll do that in the midst of... of, uh, Asking Jeff very pointed questions here momentarily. Uh, yeah, it's no Tech Home Podcast. Got another great show lined up for you for uh, today. Hope you're uh, ready to go. Talk about video games and television. It's actually more like streaming services now. It's not really, it's not really TV, <laughs> but everyone just calls it TV anyway. And everything in between. Mr. Black. Yeah. Got a very important question for you. How was your week? Having already known the answer partially to this, but still, how was your week? It's been a long week. It's been, you know, you ever have a week where week just flies by? This is you know? one of those weeks bad. Like, I felt, I said this yesterday, I was like, tomorrow's Thursday. I feel like I just did the podcast two days yeah. ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, losing track of days, haven't been able to stream virtually any this week, like two shorter streams so far, I think, um, I've been dealing, dealing with stuff at the triplex. We were, for those that aren't following, uh, the, the, the series there on my YouTube channel or on social media, um, we were, we were coming towards the end of the renovations. And uh, I think it was last Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Saturday night. We had uh, we had some heavy winds and, and rain. And uh, the combination of both um, made it so that there was a leak. Let me get uh, technical alpha chat up here. Um, there was there was a leak uh, coming from the third floor. Not a small and, one either, judging by the pool on the floor. It was a yeah, a um, of water. So so it ended up uh, leaking pretty pretty good, and then seeped down into the second unit, then seeped down into the first unit because you know water falls takes the path um, of least resistance. Yeah. So fortunately, um, in the beginning, I was like, oh, there's not that much damage. I I got um. Luxury vinyl plank for a reason. It's it's water water resistant. Um, you'd have to dump buckets and buckets of water and have it sit there for days on end before it actually does anything. So floors were perfectly fine. We had to rip out uh, the ceilings and the 
in the second unit and the first unit to f- number one, try and find where the the leak was, but then also remove all the soggy, messed up drywall um, and insulation and stuff that's up there. So we got it all that out. Still couldn't find it where the leak was. We figured it was coming from the wall of the of the front of the building by the window. So um, we removed the heaters and then started smashing the wall behind the heaters underneath the window and put her hand in back there. And it was just soaked. It was like, it was completely soaked. So we're like, oh, okay, here, this is our problem. So we open up the the window. We, we pull, pull or, uh, or the wall, we pull some stuff out and there's it's, it's for one, you know, this wasn't the first time it leaked because there was rotted wood, um, you could there was, it was down in the the first year or the first no nah, it wasn't it wasn't really any mold this really wasn't um, it looked like it was maybe it's maybe it's it just, just like it's just wet it's just like wet wet um just soaked wood soaked that's what it was there wasn't yeah. there wasn't like a mold issue mm. there was no smell of mold that was it was just rotted old wood and you could tell that the reason why there wasn't mold is because it didn't leak that often it would only if it if it was really really bad weather and it was like the right eclipse happened and is the way the wind was blowing it got in so anyway we're like <laughs> shit um obviously we were grateful that this happened before tenants moved in uh so there's a, there's the saving there's a there's the saving grace there so i ended up calling up several uh, window people. Here's the other problem. I don't know if anybody else is in construction right now or anything, but getting people to like work right now be, uh, and get something done quickly is damn near impossible because number one here, there's so much shit going up. Everybody's busy as fuck. I mean, like super busy. Um, it's, it's like, it's so hard to find people to just drop things at a dime and get stuff done. Not only that, when you're ordering stuff because of COVID, like everything's on back order. Like I went to Ikea looking in for medicine cabinets and the shit's on back order. Like, like you, it's hard to get things. So I uh, made some calls. One guy actually in my in a real estate group that I'm part of, he said, yeah, you know, me and my dad will come out and check it out. We might be able to help you out. So he comes out and uh, him and his old man are there and they're looking at it and they're like, yeah, you know, at face value, it, it, it underneath where the window is. They didn't caulk it correctly. And all they did was like stuff insulation in there. And then like when water was coming in, it would just soak through the insulation and go like into if, the house. If by caulking correctly, do you mean caulking at all? Exactly. <laughs> caulking at all. Yeah, yeah. It gets it gets worse though. It get it gets worse. <laughs> so the guy's like, you know, the it we're on we're on the top floor. It's a huge window. And the shitty thing about it is the window doesn't open and close because you're on the top level and it's a safety hazard to like mm. have a, you know, six foot, uh, you know, five, five foot pane of glass that opens. People would just fall out or whatever. Right. So it's one of those windows that are that are screwed in. You, you, you just can't open it. So which makes it harder to remove and put back in. So like you need you need scaffolding because usually what they would do is they take the window out from the inside and put it, put it and bring it in. and then you know, put it back on. They don't even need to be on the outside. So he's like, if you don't want to do that, which is going to be really expensive, you know, um, 
also you could order a new window, but if you do that, you you don't just buy these size. You have to get them custom made and you're looking at months at this point. And then on top of that is uh, also if you went with a smaller window, you'd have to completely reframe and restructure the entire front of the house. And the windows are really big on the floors. Um, you would ha- you'd ha- almost have to change all the windows to make the house look normal because it would just look so weird because it's the windows is part of the the design of the house like it's it's a yeah, yeah. it's a big focal point oh well, if you have one so, window that's a different from like the rest of the windows on the same yeah. side of the house it looks fucking weird yeah so um so anyway he's like here here's your here's your option here's your other option you you uh you put a band-aid on it so essentially you have somebody come, which won't be me and my dad because his dad was older. And he's like, we got to get on scaffolding is a heavy window. We got to remove stuff and we're busy. Um, so what you, what you would have to do is get a crew up there, um, remove the trim around the window, cock everything in there to all hell, seal it, cock it, uh, flash tape it, all this other stuff. Um, and then do the same from the inside. And then the water wouldn't enter the house. Now, that'll be good for three or four years and you're going to have to do it again. Or at that point decide like, okay, I'm going to change the windows out or do this correctly. So I was like, well, shit, I need to get this. I need to get these, this window fixed. So, you know, I'm going to have to go with the bandaid route just so that I can, you know, get people in here and start generating money. Um, Cause I can't, I can't wait months here. This is just, it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars if i'm if i wait any longer um so so he's like yeah so you have to call somebody so anyway call up a guy he comes in the next day to come and do it he's like yeah yeah you know i can get this done x amount of money um it'll take us you know half a day we'll be in and out so he comes which was yesterday and um he goes on the inside and he looks at it and he goes we got a problem. I'm like, what do you mean we got a problem? I was there's like, no I know vapor, we got a problem. There's no vapor barrier. Yeah. He's like, he's like, <laughs> and he goes, outside, he goes outside and then he start. he takes off a piece of, of siding <laughs> and he goes, what do you think the problem is here? And my dad, my dad goes, uh, barrier. There's no paper. There's nothing. It's siding and then foam and then house like inside the house. Like that's that was the whole front of the house. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, dude. I'm I'm sorry to break it to you, but me, I I don't even feel comfortable with me fixing your window because guess what? Water is still is going to get in your house. You have nothing there to pre- and there's cracks like in the siding and stuff. So like when water is hitting the siding, and then he went and took well, piece styrofoam. Isn't inherently waterproof. It's, it's it just, not. It's, it's just. It's, it's just it's a deterrent. Like, it's it's, it's just like first, it's, it's the first stage of stopping so, shit. So uh, <laughs> so I go I I go okay, um, fuck, um, <laughs> uh, who puts what, subs, even a DIY so, has to look at that and go. So listen, you know, listen, li- listen. It gets deeper. <laughs> goes deeper. Okay. It goes deeper. So he's like, he's like, dude, I'm sorry to break it to you, man. But like, if, if we just, if we just tape up this window, you're going to leak everywhere else. Like you're, you're, this is, this is, this ain't it. Right. 
So we look on other parts of the house, right? And it seems as though, like from what we pulled and stuff, it's the front of the house. And here's the reason why it's the front of the house. So as we start taking off siding, oh, no. they realized that they had leaks. Oh, no. So what these idiots did is, I think personally, they just covered shit up oh. to, to, to basically just sell the house or knowing that like, hey, I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to dump a bunch of money in this. We're just going to cover up whatever this is. So what they did is they ended up like, there was, dude, I'm telling you, I, I have pictures. I, 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 I'm going to put up a YouTube video pretty soon. Holy and I'll I'll text you fuck. I'll text you I'll, I'll text you photos, bro. Fuck. The 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 even the the plywood that like so how it would normally go is you'd have you'd have from if we're going from the outside in yeah. I do believe it's siding yeah then you've got like a like a like a water like a like a um like a water ba- barrier. Um, you can change the order of the, you c- the next two layers depending on how the rest of the, the wall unit is built yeah. on the other side. Yeah. So, and then you've got styrofoam. Mm. Um, and then that styrofoam is like taped as well. Yeah. And then you've got uh, plywood. So like you've got, you've got a bunch of, you've got like a bunch of layers, right? Mm. So um, the plywood, because there was, there was nothing blocking water, dude. If when it rained and there was holes like in the siding, <laughs> water was just hitting the fuck out of the, uh, out of the styrofoam and then seep, seeping like the styrofoam basically acts like a sponge and it soaks. That's, water. That's we started taking styrofoam, styrofoam out. Is a spo- <laughs> we started, we started taking out, we started taking out styrofoam and, uh, and, and like it was, it had, it had half. Because <laughs> it, it was like cold and it was like freezing because it was wet, right? A bunch of the a bunch of the plywood and stuff like rotted out because like oh, so be. much water was hitting it. Um, and you could tell that they were in there and they were patching up like, dude, it was it was bizarre. They they would have like a rotten beam, uh, like a part of the frame of the window, oh. and then they would like they didn't even remove it. They would just put like a band aid beam beside it. And then and then just cover it with like plywood and then slapped on uh like so it was a it's a fuck show. Oh my so, god. So so anyway, um ultimately they have to what I ultimately what I have to do, which is you gotta take the whole <clears> front <throat> of the house off. Uh yeah, that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> that's all so you, that's, all that's, do. that's literally that's literally <laughs> what they're doing right now. Is is the front of my house. Your house is getting your house is getting a Joan Rivers right now, it's getting a facelift. It's getting it's getting a full <laughs> facelift. So they removed all of the siding. I had to order new siding and get it matched, right? They have to put in all new plywood, all not all new because not all of it was got damaged, mm. but big parts of it got damaged. Yeah, yeah. So they had to they had to get a whole bunch of plywood, all all new foam, all new vapor barrier, and they have to pull out the, all of the windows and reframe the windows correctly because even the way they frame the windows a fuck show bro i mean oh. it was slapped together like like fuckery and the reason is is because they had to replace those windows at some point there because they're a little bit newer than everything else and uh they just whoever did it just cut corners and slapped together and now they have a problem the other the other windows in the house are fine the the back the, the sides fine it's whoever decided to do whatever fucking work that they wanted to do in the front, they absolutely just fucked it all. 
So, uh, so anyway, um, getting gonna, I'm gonna have a bill of about eighty five hundred bucks to fix this problem. That's less than um, I thought it was gonna be. To be honest, I thought it was gonna be pushing like fifteen grand. No, no, it's not. It's not that. It's like it's not. It's it's ex, it's more of labor intensive than, well, than yeah, anything. The materials is not crazy because you still the siding is still good that you can just yeah. take the siding off and then put it back. Yeah, Later and they on. have to do, they have to reframe the windows. The windows yeah. are huge. They have to use scaffolding because the the building is so high. Yeah, yeah. So like it, and you know they had five guys at at the place today. Like they're doing it today, tomorrow, and they're going to finish on Saturday. Yeah, so like yeah. they're fucking cr- uh, cranking this out. But um, you know, and and he's you know he's giving me a little bit of a deal. He like kind of he knows my old man and stuff. So like <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, um, so I and then I've had I've had people people ask, well. What about the inspection? So let me tell you, let me tell you uh, about how inspections work. So for one, inspections are not invasive. So you can't, you can't open up a wall. You can't open up exterior uh, without, with, without basically talking to the seller. And you just don't, you just don't do that. You don't own the property. You're not, you're not supposed to do that. So what, what you do do and what we did do is we checked for moisture we checked for um, for water, and when she was putting, when she was doing all of her uh, checks for water, moisture, and and coldness, and all this other stuff, everything came back fine. Now, when we when we initially went there, we knew that there was a leak at some point because we looked at the ceiling, and you could just tell that there was a bit of a stain and a crack. So we're like, there was water, there was water uh, at some point. Mm. So I made sure that I had my inspector um check for moisture and and all this other stuff everything came back clean and here's the reason why it did is because it had to rain at a certain angle for the water to actually get in to the to the building but as soon as the wind hit the rain at a certain angle it was like it was like raining inside the house essentially um so it just so happened and it had rained a half a dozen times, 10 times since I own the property, nothing like no, no, nothing, no coldness on the wall, no dampness, nothing. And it just so happened that we had that storm and it showed it. I'm grateful that it happened now and not later, but, uh, bro, yeah, it is, bro. Uh, our, our real estate laws and shit here are so shit. It is uncanny. The fact yeah. that an inspector can't do certain things like that or like as simple especially exterior where like if it's siding and you're just like taking off a piece of fucking i mean siding, you, you theoretically could yeah, that, nobody's yeah, gonna but if, know but, but i mean at the end of the day at the end of the day adam i've i've bought many properties and i've looked at many properties yeah never in my life and and now i know but it's gonna happen but and never in my life yeah have I, dude, if you were to go on your street right now or in any neighborhood mm. and you pull back siding on a house, you're not going to see styrofoam. Well, no, it just, well, well no. like, it's just like, it's not even something it's, it's literally not even something that just comes on anybody's radar. Like ever, no, like no, 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 I no. mean, now it will, I mean, I'm every house I look at now, I don't even care. I'm just going to go, eh see what's back there just you know well, like, just for, for me for me what i would what i would want and like and i was going to mention something like this just for dk put it in what do they have in the, in the netherlands for example and maybe we do have something here like this and just don't know about it but if like if it's if it's a defect that is 
that is within reason knowable to the previous owner, and you know damn well that the previous owners. Yeah, but this is sold as is. You know, we're we're in such an an incredibly hot market. Yeah. That like there is no do you. But but a lot of times, but really they should be. But really they should be on the hook for that shit. You can't. I mean, of course. I mean, of course. Well, listen. You do have to sign. uh, You do have to sign legal paperwork that, like, you are not withholding major information that, like, you know, can cause. I would say this is relatively major information. But but when you're but also when you're buying properties at like wholesale prices like this you're buying them as is like yeah. you're, you're 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 buying this knowing that you're putting in work like i put over a hundred grand into this building now mm. it's like we're, we're getting close to one hundred and twenty thousand bucks yeah now that this is a thing so like this isn't like i know that to a lot of people this seems like insane and it to a degree it's really fucking it's it's just super super slack is it is it the end of the, like if this was somebody buying their first home of yeah. course this is a big deal. This is a big deal. You, you and and you would you would you know talk you 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 would talk to your your lawyer. You'd you'd contact them. But I'm in the business of buying and holding rental properties, and yeah. and we're buying things at a, at a discount, and we're buying things at a at a in a market where some people don't even do inspections. If you want the place, you got to say no inspections, fastest term. Let's go. I'll buy it as is. It's done. But yes, of course, if you're going to go out there and buy your first home. Um, yeah, this is a big deal for someone like me. And when you're doing this, this, this is, to, this is what, you, this is HGTV. When you open up walls, this is the shit that you find. This is just it. Um, and this was my HGTV moment, um, because everything else in the entire property just went as normal. Like we're on schedule. Uh, I'm over budget, but like, because I wanted to be over budget, I kept adding things. But other than that, this was it, right? So, mm. uh, so yeah. Anyway, it's going to cost me about eighty five hundred bucks. <laughs> um, it'll be done by Saturday, and the 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 world the world will keep the world will keep spinning. Um, uh, but it's yeah, just such a crazy. I, I'm just envisioning somebody ever deciding, especially for their own property, at some point. Going well, like yeah, let's just let's just slap well. Here's the thing. On top of the here's ball. the reason why they did it. <clears throat> when I bought the property, it was vacant for almost nine months. Mm. And the guy who owned it owned it for a very long time. He he didn't do any work to it, and he only used it as a boarding house for his company. Mm. I'm assuming that his company went under during COVID, mm. and so what he would do is is he would have people fly in from other parts of the country, and they would sleep essentially and live in this triplex um, as as free boarding, right. and he would just pay the bills. So it wasn't like he used it as a standard one-year lease having people in every unit and did that it was it was basically a hostel for his company and people came and went so when there was a leak in an issue he probably just had somebody go over slap on some shit at a minimal cost to 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 put a band-aid on whatever and since it didn't leak every time it rained but it leaked when it poured in heavy winds he only had to deal with this maybe once a year like yeah, it probably wasn't anything. It wasn't like a daily. Oh shit! It's raining. The roof's falling under. Like we just put on a new roof on this house. It. You know what's sad when you got water and you got a new roof. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's because what... because the front of your house isn't. It's siding and, and foam. Like what that's the fuck? Fucking hilarious, man. I've so never... anyway, that that's uh. 
That's that. That's how my week's been going. And Great. because of that, I spent the last 48 hours stressed out, trying to keep everything moving because I need to have people in this place mid by uh, mid next month. Mm. So, you know, every, everything else is going is going as planned. Power company came in, put a couple new poles in, and they're going to run the lines on February 1st. Then we have the code inspection for the electrical work uh, on the third, and then it should be done. Um, we're, we're, we're literally like one week out. Dad and I now get a patch of ceilings and a wall. Uh, painters are coming have back late next check week. The, the foundation. We're not going to have a well, last minute yeah. foundation. Foundation is actually good. Foundation is <laughs> actually good. So that's, that's good. So there it is. So that's how my week's been going, bro. I get, I'm going to. Mine's a lot shorter. I don't even remember what happened in the last seven days. I'm gonna just be honest. I when I said it felt like I did the podcast two days ago. I'm. I mean, it felt like I did the podcast two days ago. I don't. I don't remember what I've done. I know I streamed briefly a few times, and obviously it was, you know, taking uh, M to and from work in the mornings, but I, yeah, I did some light website stuff. That's, the the design is basically done until Nikki and I um, discuss any other features that uh, might need to, to be there for launch. Otherwise, that's done, so that's over. And that's it. I played, I played Morrowind the other day for like ten hours or some shit because I've got my uh, new PC, new gaming PC build that I'll be doing hopefully this weekend. Um, I was hoping to try and like knock out some more Morrowind in the hopes that maybe before the new PC stuff got here that I'd be mostly done because I'm a little concerned that when I move everything over to the new PC, uh, even though I backed up all the mods and all the stuff for Morrowind, that is just not going to work uh, when it's installed on the new, on the new computer. Uh, mm. but, uh, we'll hope for the best. Cause I thought maybe I'd be able to get it done, but as it turns out, don't think so. I mean, I could play, I could play all day tomorrow and probably not be done with the main quest tomorrow. So, uh, I'll probably just have to live with it and back everything up and hope the fuck that I can make all the, the moving parts work for Morrowind on the new PC. But otherwise, yeah, that was the only other big news this week was I have a new PC. There you go. Uh, I haven't built it yet. I've got parts sitting here, and the cooler is going to be here tomorrow. But the PC that we're on currently, and uh, and if anything happens during this podcast, this is why. So this PC has been dying now for well, it's been a long time. It's actually been like dying now for like nine months, and I just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Uh, and uh, it's got to the point now where I'm actually like, all right, this is going to die during the podcast sometime, and it's going to be a pain in my ass. And there's nothing else I can do to it. I've done everything I can. I need to build some shit. But also the problem was that you couldn't buy parts if you wanted to right now because they don't exist. They're fucking like sold out everywhere. Um, and uh, a pain in the ass to find. So miraculously, one night last week, I think it was Friday of last week, maybe Saturday. I can't remember. Um, I was just online, and I was doing, like, every now and then, I, I didn't even have a good time, I'd just, like, sit down and be, like, typing in the various parts that I was hoping to, to pick up, see if anything's back in stock. <clears throat> I found a 5600X and the motherboard that I wanted on a site that's a company in Ontario, like, just, like, a privately owned shop or something, not a national brand or anything like that, and, uh, uh I think they're in Guelph or some shit. And, uh, they had one of each and they were, I'm not even fucking with you. The only 5,600 X 
and the only motherboard, this motherboard, uh, in the country that night. The only other place that you could get it, there was a 5800X, three 5800Xs in another shop in Canada Computers in Ontario at one location, but you couldn't order them online. You had to pick them up in store, and nowhere else had anything. And as hmm. for the motherboard, it was literally the only one I could find on any online retailer anywhere. Uh, and, uh, and they had both. So I hopped on it and the way that they had it. And the reason why they had it is that they spent the extra money to literally direct ship from a supplier in Asia, these, like these two parts. And so they were actually selling for like, I think it was like 50 and $80 more than, than MSRP. And I was like, fuck it. Don't care. Just take it. Give me my shit. And then the rest of it, uh, I, I, you get easily. It's, it's really right now. It's the processors and graphics cards that are like fucking impossible. Uh, everything else is relatively easy, more expensive than you than it should be, but relatively easy. So I've got a new case, uh, the processor, new RAM, uh, and then I can take my graphics card, my power supply, and shit out of my current PC and slap it all together. That shit costs a fortune. Oh, fortune, a fortune, a fortune. The computer parts are so fucking expensive right now. It's stupid as hell. And I really wanted to wait it out, <clears throat> but this computer is not going to let me. And so I have to fucking bite the bullet and it is what it is, but I'm excited. We'll build that. Um, you know what the craziest thing is the random antidote before we move on to the game news here is that the 5600X, which is like the, the, the lower mid end processor in this lineup from AMD is apparently like the 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 goat StarCraft 2 processor. So, uh who's it? Up a tree Zelda, I think on Twitter, which I can't remember uh the, the actual like StarCraft name at this point. But uh off the top of my head cuz I'm vapor locking. But he just got his 5600X and he had on like medium preset or some shit. He had like a uh, a minimum of 100 like it, the lowest he saw was 155 frames in a fully maxed out fight in StarCraft where the map was completely juiced. Both sides were, were fucking bringing everything they had. And normally it brings any processor to its fucking knees because it's a single threaded game. Uh, but what they did with this processor is apparently like it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the goats, the 155 frames. So you could theoretically finally get high frame rate StarCraft two, the dream 10 years after the release of the game, the, the dream. dream. Not that I'm going to be making use of that, but I just, you know, it was an interesting anecdote because StarCraft 2 has been impossible to fucking <laughs> to play at high frame rates for a long time. Enough of that. It's time to talk. Yeah, about we better video. get into it, man, because I got to go over that place. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> again that was, tonight. Your your week, your, your I, how I, is your week, week was, segment was a little longer than usual. It was long. It was long. It was long. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going over there. Tomorrow's my birthday. I'm not going over there. That's I'm true. just chilling. That's true. You got the big. This is the three, three, four. 34. Ah! <laughs> ah! I don't know. <laughs> you I know what's weird, though? To me, 34 sounds better than 33. It does. For some it reason. Does. It does. It doesn't make any sense, but 34 yeah. sounds younger than 33, and it I does. don't know why. So relish that one small, <laughs> that's one small thing. Uh, video game news. So the fighting game community uh, has come together to produce a code of conduct. Like a like a community wide code of a code of conduct 
to help ease the burden on individual tournament organizers when putting uh, various guidelines in place. So uh, the fighting game community is obviously, uh, amongst all the esports communities, likely, I don't even know if it's debatable, the most grassroots-based esports community of all the game communities. I mean, like, you're, you're talking about a huge range of events from small to large. They're all run very in very similar ways. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it, 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 it definitely is more susceptible to uh, varying codes of conduct at certain, you know, at the various events and whatnot. And the tournament organizers, uh, you know, the, the burden of, uh, of that falls on their shoulders. So they decide to come together in the light of some other events that have happened in the fighting game community in the last year, uh, to try and standardize it or standardize a large portion of it so that, uh, it made it easier for these events to, to, uh, to, to put these things in place. Uh, it was worked on by, for over six months. So a group of about 30 people came together, you know, big names in the fighting game community came together, uh, to do this over the course of six months and then also got vetted by, uh, another list of, I think it was like 10 other, uh, members of the community. And it covers everything from like violence to DDoSing and underage players at events and all that shit. So they're standardizing all of that stuff that would, um, in bigger, like in more, what I would call commercialized esport events would already have their own in place. And there's not a thing, but like I said, with the fighting game community being so grassroots, none of this shit <laughs> existed yeah. anywhere. So yeah. last year, I don't know if you remember, because I don't even know, I don't think we ever even com like commented on in the podcast, but there was an absolute fucking metric ton of, um, let's go with less than savory allegations that were often proven to be reality within the, the Smash community specifically <coughs> in regards to, um... Well, we'll stick with the not savory stuff, uh, to just keep it simple. And so after that was apparently when this really started to kick up, we're like, all right, we need to fucking, <laughs> we need to get some of this shit in check because it's making our community look not so hot. So, uh, you can check it out and see the whole list of, uh, for yourselves. Uh, but I just thought I'd bring this up cause it is a relatively big thing for the fighting game community. But I also thought there was a little bit of humor for me in here as well in, in the midst of all this, because there is a section specifically that is calling out the smash community they don't say smash specifically but everyone knows that it is for that community specifically speaking of the smash community is what i have in my notes here the line uh line 3.1.15 states creating a nuisance or hazard by neglecting personal hygiene Refusing to take appropriate hygienic or medical precautions or engaging in or encouraging others to commit any hygien uh, hygienically or medically unsafe behavior would be prohibited. Which is a really, really, really fancy way of saying, take a bath, wash yourself, take a bath, put some fucking deodorant on you degenerate, Jesus. The Smash community has been by far the smelliest, least showered, like, bottom-of-the-barrel, stereotypical, pit-stained, same shirt for three months, haven't changed their socks in a year, doesn't mind the smell of rotting flesh for years! It's crazy! It was, uh, you even experienced it when you went to that event, I can't remember which oh. event it was, and you said you were going down the escalator. All of them packed. And, like, on the top floor... 
It was yeah. it wasn't so bad. And then you get on the escalator, and you would like where the fighting game community would be, and you'd be going down the escalator. And the deeper you went, it was like the air got heavier and it got oh, harder to sure. breathe to the point where it just smelled like death. Oh yeah, those places are. I mean, listen, you get a whole bunch of sweaty nerds in one place. That ain't it. That ain't it. Bro, it was bad. So this is necessary for sure. And okay. I, you know what? I, I'm just interested in how they enforce this one. Well, I mean, it'd be pretty fucking funny if they're like, <laughs> hey, they just make a public announcement. Hey, yo, <laughs> uh, uh, Smash Master 2287 1994 just got disqualified and banned from this area because he stinks and refuses to shower. I mean, fuck, that's humiliating. <laughs> you know, it'd be bad enough if, like, your spouse tells you, like, hey, you kind of fucking stink. You should probably, you know, say you got a girlfriend, right, boyfriend. Oh, my God. And, you know, you you, you, you haven't known each other for a long time. Like, now, like, Kayla could be like, bro, you need a fucking shower, yeah. right? You know, it's like, whatever, we just laugh about it. Yeah, I fucking stink. But like, say, like, say, you know, you go on a date with somebody and you're trying to impress them and, you know, all of a sudden it doesn't even need to be a date. It could be like an acquaintance, whatever. And they're like, bro, you fucking stink. You can't come in here. And then, and then uh, announce that publicly, bro, you're disqualified <laughs> for stinking for stinking. You know what was the crazy, you know what the, the, at first I was like, I knew it was kind of bad, but at the same time I was like, all right, you know, okay. You know, you, you tell them and they'll probably own up to it and just get on their shit, right? No, there was a bunch of them that actually legitimately tried to make the argument that it was expensive to take showers and shit, not, and that not everyone can afford to shower, and that it was discriminatory to to say that or state that people had to, like, wear deodorant or shower because, you know, bathing is expensive and deodorant is expensive. And... <laughs> And everyone was like, all right, hold up. So first of all, you came to this event. You're in a hotel. You're not paying for the water. Take a fucking shower. Two, deodorant is literally a dollar. One dollar. You probably bought your fucking sixth Big Mac meal of the last 24 hours. Yeah. And you're going to yeah. be out here telling me that you can't spend a dollar on a stick of deodorant that lasts you a month and a half, two months? Yeah. Your, your, your one can of fucking Red Bull Stop. that you've been drinking like it's, like it's water? Yeah. Put it down. Put it, put it down and go buy yourself some fucking Axe Spray or some fucking deodorant, whatever. The argument that not everybody can afford to shower is an argument that I would only listen to if you're from a third world fucking country, bro, bro, not even a third world country is that. But all right, bro, no, stop. all right. That's you the might only have, time you might not have heated water country. in a third world country. You still having some water to bathe but in. You mean to tell me somebody that is traveling to an event, even if you live there locally, and you've got your perfect little controller because you know they got their own little fucking controllers. You got your games that you play. You're, 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 you got a slice of pizza in your hand. They're not making their own meals most of the time, bro. They make, no, listen, bro. That, that is a, that is a way true, way too of a try hard to, uh, to try and fight the fight here so that they don't have to clean themselves or, 
I, I, I don't even believe that for a, I just think no. that they're just trying to make an argument and they're just yeah. trying to like make them make the company look like they're they're bad for for saying this. Listen, if you fucking stink and you're no fun to be around and you can't fucking brush your teeth or wear deodorant or fucking look presentable and in a in in some kind of conference or or competition where you're going to be on camera, you're going to have a bunch of other people you're around in you public. You're in public and you can't you can't you can't abide by they're not saying there's a dress code and you have to like be wearing this and this and that and that they're saying fucking don't stink shower put on and if you can't shower dose yourself with deodorant so you smell presentable for a few hours. They're not asking you for a thousand dollar membership. In a fucking three-piece suit. <laughs> They're saying you can wear your fucking sweaty-ass, shitty-ass underwear. You, They're saying you can wear your same sweats that you've been wearing for the last nine months straight. <laughs> and your shitty gaming sweater that you've been wearing for the last three years straight that have holes all over it. They're saying you can do that. They're just saying put on deodorant while you do it, you stinky fuck. And if you got a problem with it. Fuck off. We don't want you in the building. Just like <laughs> I it, it it's it, it's definitely like it definitely yeah. I it needed to be done for sure. Thank God they put this in the fucking guideline because like for real. Like I I know it's not and I know it's not all about this shit, but it, like at the same time I just think about, you know, if, do these people even want to have a relationship with somebody? Like, no. Whether it's another no. guy or a girl or whatever, no. it doesn't matter. Because because I can tell you right now, the odds of you landing anyone uh, that isn't also in some sort of weird hellscape where they don't bathe ever or do anything ever is like zero. It's basically zero. Just fucking take a bath. Put on some dollar stick deodorant, dude. I and call can go day. around people knowing that you stink that bad. It's just like it has nothing to do with like trying to find a spouse or anything. It's called being a decent human being and being considerate to other people. Listen, if you want to stink like ass and you want and you want a, a you know a physical waft that you can see as you walk by, it's totally fine. But do it by yourself. Don't don't go into a public place with hundreds of people. And expect everybody to just ignore your funk. It just yeah. ruins. It ruins your whole. Listen, I'm. There's thousands of people that are listening to this, and I guarantee there's hundreds, if not thousands, of people that have been to conventions, that have been to a movie theater, that have been in public, and they could smell somebody's fucking funk, and it's it's awful. From it like a ruins. It, yeah, it's it's it ruins your entire experience. It isn't even like. You, it's bad. It's it's bad. It's really really bad. And like, listen, we all get stinky. Like, fuck. My actually, I can smell my feet from here because had the my shoes are all like, <laughs> you know. So my socks are like they stink every time I put on put these certain shoes on that I go to the workplace with, and I can smell myself. But I'm by myself. You know, if I'm going to Adam's house or I'm going to public and my feet smell like this, I'm going to change. I'm going to wash my feet. I'm going to change my socks because it's (laughs) a decent thing to do. But since I'm here by myself, if I want to smell like B.O. and I want to like, you know, shit myself here, I can do that. That's okay. 
not shaming anybody for smelling bad because we all smell bad at times. But when you do it in public and then you want to cry about it when you get called out for it, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> you better fuck yourself because nobody else is doing it. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but I was like, ah, oh, no, I'll let it go. But you, you picked it up anyway. Uh, related to, uh, the FGC, Mr. Black, more fighting game, uh, news. A player was disqualified in a Mortal Kombat 11 tournament for changing his name to Why Did NRS, meaning Neversoft, I believe, do this? Poking fun at how easy and arguably broken the character he was playing, which was Shiva, which is like, you know, female Goro. Uh, uh, how, uh, yeah, how broken the character he was playing is. So, apparently... There's an unlockable move for, for Shiva in 11 that, uh, when used, uh, basically it's usable in almost any situation. I haven't got a chance to watch some footage of it being used yet, but there's a whack of, I, like, I didn't have time to watch them before the podcast, but there's a, just a shitload of YouTube videos of, like, pro scene people breaking down how stupid this thing is. And essentially what it comes down to is this, this move is almost usable in any situation, and in all of those situations, it improves <laughs> Shiva's position on the field. So, it's like this ubiquitous, easy-to-do, solves-all-the-problems, hard-to-counter kind of deal. And so this guy, as a, as a joke, was just saying, you know, why did Neversoft do this as his name? Because he was play he chose in the tournament to play as Shiva, knowing that he was going to stomp some motherfuckers with this stupid ass character. They see it and they're like, oh, we can't take a joke. You're disqualified. They threw him <laughs> out of the fucking tournament. I was like, man, what the shit? Of all the petty ass reasons hey. to DQ somebody. Hey, Adam, he may have stunk. That, you see? never know. See? Now that could have been it. Oh, never, Nether Realm. Sorry, not Neversoft. Well, that's another old school name in my head. My apologies. Neversoft. Um, or nether, nether realm, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was, that was it. So, uh, I, I haven't personally seen it, but apparently, uh, that's, that's what it's all about. Very silly, very silly fucking reason to ban somebody from a tournament or disqualify them. Uh, but, uh, you know, people, people can't take a joke. It's not even like he put anything crazy in the name. It wasn't like it was like a racial slur or like some other shit in there. It is literally just a meme for the character that he's playing that uh, in the in the fucking tournament. It just seems so silly. Uh, next up, uh, CD Projekt Red. Jeff, how many times can you get punched in the nuts before you start saying, you know what, I need to stop getting punched in the nuts? Once. Once? Well, unfortunately for CD Projekt Red, it's been like, I don't know, 17, 18 times now. And we're going to add to that pile of nut punching. Uh, where we've discovered this week, it just keeps, every week, just new shit keeps coming up to the surface for, uh, for CD Projekt Red. Uh, Jason, Jason Schreier, who's now, of course, at Bloomberg doing his thing, had talked to 20 current and, uh, and previous employees of CD Projekt Red, uh, and interviewed them to discuss, you know, this whole process of the development for 2077 and getting their, their comments on it. And, uh, well, for one, they discovered that the E3 demo that they showed off in 2018, that really long E3 demo, was completely faked from beginning to end. It was some, it was some anthem-level fakery. So it wasn't even like it was a, it was like a vertical slice or like a, you know, a work in progress or whatever. Like, they literally faked the entire fucking demo in 2018. 
And as we discovered as well this week, uh, and and to a degree the week before, uh, it appears that um, they really only had, the dev team, really only had about two years to take the game, or to make the game that we're seeing today. Because so much had changed, and the reset button had been pressed, and all this shit. So they had two years, the dev team, to create what we saw before the, uh, the C-level guys were like, Yep, launch this motherfucker. At the end of 2020. Um, not, uh, no, now, uh, let's see, uh, oh, right. <clears throat> Some of those interviewed said that originally the dev team were hoping for and aiming for a 2022 release. Which would make more sense, because then it would be four years to try and accomplish this massive game, instead of just two years and sending it out the door. So, the problem is, of course, is that management gave a release date way too early, as we saw. It got delayed multiple times. It was still two years early when it released here last December, and now it's getting just shredded. So, um, you know, I feel for the developers, because it's obvious, given what I've played anyway, that if they did all of this in two years, if they had two more years, would have been a wildly better experience. Not just from a bug standpoint, but like the actual game itself would have been substantially better than it is now. Uh, and uh, this just made that, that video we saw last week from um, one of the, the co-founders there uh, just all the more ridiculous for the, the excuses that he was coming up for uh, or with in, in that video. So, there you have it. I No news on the front that I found uh, for updates on any of the lawsuit-related shit with CD Projekt Red to this point. That's just where we're at this week. Next up, uh, Tomonobu Itagaki, the man behind Modern Ninja Gaiden, as well as the Dead or Alive series, has gone out on his own and founded Itada uh, Itagaki Games. Uh, he said in an interview with Bloomberg recently that he'd be open to working exclusively with Microsoft again, but currently plans to release to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, and PC via Steam. So, he left Tecmo in 2008, which is where he would have been doing his uh, Ninja Gaiden shit and all that stuff. So, Ninja Gaiden Black, you know, for one of the greatest hack-and-slash games of all time, Dead or Alive, yes, it's a mostly, you know, titty physics simulator, uh, mm. but also one of the most popular fighting games of all time, regardless. <clears throat> because uh, of titties. Yeah, it, definitely a large portion of that. Uh, and so... Uh, had some major success under his belt. He ended up uh, helping found uh, Valhalla Game Studios in 2010. But after that, he hasn't really had much of a track record. Like at all. He, uh, once the, the, the help found Valhalla Games, they put out, um, what was it called here? The, they put out uh, Devil's Third, which was originally supposed to be a multi-console uh, release and then it eventually became a Wii U exclusive, I think it was, uh, did not get well-received at all. Then they had a Devil's Third Online, I think that was like in 2016 or so, uh, that was like, I think, PC, and that also, shockingly, didn't do all that well. And then, to make matters worse, they pulled it offline, like, not even a year later, uh, in 2017, and uh, shortly after that, he left Valhalla Games. He stepped down. So, yes, he is the man behind one of the greatest hack-and-slash games of all time. And yes, he is the man behind one of the most popular fighting games of all time. However, 
he hasn't had much of a track record in, well, a decade. Mm. And so the question I'm posing in here. He's washed up, Adam. Is, does he have it in him, Jeff? Nah. Can he bring it back? Nah, he's done. <laughs> Are we going to have like a Rocky moment where he's just beaten on the ground, he's just defeated, but uh, then he can somehow pull it back from the brink and take on Mr. T? Yeah, no, that ain't it. Sounds like he is uh It doesn't, to- it, it doesn't sound good. Anymore. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to go and do my own thing. And people are like, well, you know what, we don't really care. It definitely seems like the odds of him producing anything particularly spectacular, pretty slim. Um, yeah. You can't really go 10 years outside of something producing anything that's considered good and then likely produce. The only way that that happens is if for some reason, unknown reason at Valhalla, despite being a co-founder, he was creatively restricted and didn't get to do what he really wanted to envision and maybe that envision uh, and that that vision that he had would have been better than what they produced. Now at this, he's got his own studio. It's even named after him for fuck's sake. It's literally his last name. And so if they are, you know, if he goes out and makes a game now, and it turns out to be not so hot, well, he's got nobody to blame. So this is like his. This is his moment. This moment to have a comeback. We'll have to find out. We'll have to wait and see how that all pans out. But he did express interest in working exclusively with Xbox again. He did go through a long period of that, uh, almost a decade of it, I think, back in the day. And he said he enjoyed that. So he'd be he'd be uh, down for it again if Microsoft was interested, which just sounds like he's a little desperate to get people out there buying a shit. But you never know. We'll see. Next up, what do we got here? Uh, the New York Times... The New York Times decided to run their mouth a little bit this week, uh, Mr. Black, and write an article that is as coded in what the fuck as I could come up with, where the New York Times were like, hey, the children, Mr. Black, the the kids, the youths, Mm. Mm. they're spending too much time playing the Vigia games in 2020 and 2021. Just too much time. Mm. We need to bring them back from the brink. Before it's too late. Now, this article fa- this article fails to to take into consideration a very important key factor of the year 2020 and into 2021. And the key factor there is fucking COVID-19. So it's not like these kids are able to just go outside or go to like Chuck E. Cheese's and do like all the stuff that's not video game related particularly easily they don't just get to run out there and do this 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 regular ass shit it's not really possible and so what they do to keep any semblance of social activity is they play video games online with their friends but for the new york times that's a big problem they don't actually like in true in true boomer like article fashion they don't actually offer solutions they just point out a problem there's like they can't be doing that. And they don't actually like list anything that's fucking useful. They're just like, that's a pro. And it's always video games. It's not, oh, they're watching too much Finding Nemo or oh, yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're on Netflix too much or something. It's always all oh, the video games mm. spending too much time. Stop having Game. fun and, and socializing with your friends. Yeah. Fuck those guys, man. <laughs> Straight up. Listen. There were, were, I think, I think a lot of us, myself included, have, have indulged 
more than what we would uh, what we would like in 2020 and likely 2021 whether that is video games netflix food uh you name it it's been it's been a rough rough year um my son has watched way more paw patrol than what i would <laughs> have ever visualized myself allowing my son my son to watch but also we are in a pandemic which means yes we should still inherently watch how much our children are playing video games or watching tv or how much cheese i'm eating before i go to bed but the reality is we're in a pandemic and you know we, we're we're coping the best we can. It's just really that simple. The last thing I need in my life right now is somebody smacking the chip bag out of my hand when I'm snacking and watching Netflix at the end of a long day before I go to bed. The last thing I need to do right now is snatch the controller away from my son and say, no, go outside and and get fresh air. With your friends, you can't be near. <laughs> so pretend. <laughs> That's so, basically yeah. where they're at. I mean, I mean, yes, I get it. Yeah, great. Yeah, there's we're probably all indulging and doing things a little bit excessively over the last year, more than what we would normally do in certain aspects. But at the same time, it's what we're doing to, to cope. And, you know, if they got a problem with that, then write your little shitty articles. And these are the same motherfuckers that have their kids playing video games and watching TV. And they're, they can't get off their fucking cell phone. They can't eat dinner without being on their cell phone and ignoring their, their significant other or the family at the dinner table. And yet they're, they're talking all this high praise uh, uh, or, or, or talking down on people spending too much time doing this. Go fuck yourself, you hypocritical cunts. <laughs> Seriously, seriously. Imagine with like the short list of social activities that people can get away with right now safely. Yeah. yeah. And then looking at that list and going, you know what? Even though this is a short list, we've got to still complain about some of the things on this list. It's just too much. It's excessive. It's excessive. Yikes. We all need Yikes. to be like doing like other things. Like, I don't know, listening to Gwyneth Paltrow talk about her fucking bullshit for the 50th time or, yeah. you know, not, doing not everybody, not everybody is going to take this time to like learn another language and really get fit yeah. and, 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 and learn to take up meditation and, 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 and read lots of books and, and go for nice walks in the park and enjoy local nature instead of traveling uh, you know, out of state or province. It, uh, not every, some people are doing those things and good on them. But like the vast majority of the world right now, we're trying to survive <laughs> and we're trying to escape something that we can't escape. Literally. Yeah. You're reminded of this. The moment you step foot outside, everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody. There's lineups everywhere. Everybody's spaced apart. You can't, I can't, my, my son can't have, my, my wife can't have her girlfriend's children come over and have play dates because they go to daycare. So 
What else do you do? I mean, holy fuck. There's only so much you can do. So yeah, yeah, there might be an extra couple hours of television or a couple hours of video games in a run of a day. You know, some days it's, it might be an extra five hours. I, 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 I listen. We're we're doing we're coping the best we can. I feel like I feel like sometimes they look at the situation and they're like, it's like how people first saw the pandemic and like the lockdown originally. It was like, okay, this is like a mini vacation. You know, we're at home. We don't have to go anywhere. We just do whatever we, you know, whatever. Okay, let's take this time, like you were saying, like making a joke of, but it's like serious. A lot of people were like, I'm going to learn another language. I'm going to, you know, read more books. I'm going to learn how to cook. I'm going to, you know, use this time efficiently and effectively, you know, and, and, and better myself in the process. If you, like, there are some people that can get away with that shit. That takes a, a, a an enormous degree of mental toughness in the middle of one of these fucking, like a pandemic or some shit, because eventually you get worn down. You're hearing about it all the time. There's always a low level of anxiety in the background of having it yourself or passing it to somebody else. Or if it's somebody in your family that gets it. Or like, what's going to happen if that happens? And how are we going to handle that shit? Et cetera, et cetera. This is low level anxiety constantly in the background. And that just wears you the fuck out over time. People are like, man, why am I napping more? Why am I so tired all the time? I haven't actually done it. What is going on? And the answer is, you're mentally exhausted. You might not be, like, upfront, readily recognizing that you're that you're stressing or being anxious about this whole situation because you've learned to, like, fucking push that shit to the back of your mind while you're functionally doing what you need to, like, functionally working. But we're basically all functional alcoholics, except we replace the alcoholism with crippling anxiety, and that's what you're getting right now. you got a bunch of people that are doing their job, whether it's at home or in the office, or they're taking care of their kids, or they're doing both <laughs> of those things, and they're still, like, running the ship at home, and they still have to go for groceries and whatnot, which takes a thousand times longer than it used to, because, like you were saying, there's lineups, there's fucking, like, everything else is just restrictions everywhere and just so like there's no day there's no no part of everyday life that's normal or not restricted or lengthened and then somebody's like yeah fuck it let's like improve ourselves and that's a great mindset but you're also like already dead like you're you're a year deep into this shit everyone's already toasted as fuck there, you hear a lot less about people like, I'm going to learn a new language. I'm going to, you know, read more yeah, books. I'm going to lose shit. a bunch of weight. I'm, I'm going to listen. listen. If you can do those things, fuck yeah, man. Go and do them. Like, good on you. Shit. A short list of people that I listen can, that the, I know the, the reality away with that. The reality is, man, if people weren't doing these good things before a pandemic, it's harder <laughs> to want to get those good things. Now, there, there are some people that like need to hit rock bottom and yeah. like really fucking go in and and be absolutely fed up with their situation before they say, all right, you know what? A light switch turns on and they change their life. Hey, fucking kudos to you. But man, writing an article about something like this, people play, playing too many video games, it just comes off like another pandering uh, video games are bad. Video games are the problem for everything. And you know what? Fuck these guys, man. Seriously. I, I like they've been they've been singing this tune for years and years and years. And while we're all out here getting rich off video games, these motherfuckers are trying to get rich from clickbaits and all this other stuff, uh, trying to ha- ha- uh, hammer down on video games. If anything, in my opinion, in my opinion, my biased opinion, video games have have done magnitudes more good than bad over the last you know, decade, just in terms of opportunity, giving people an outlet 
to to um, socialize. And yeah, it can become like anything. If you spend too much time in the world of Warcraft or you spend too much time in Fortnite, yeah, it can it can fuck your life up pretty bad. If you like any other addiction, you you spend too much time at, at the strip club, you're, you're, you're going to be fucked. You spend too much time, you know, smoking, smoking weed all the time. That shit's going to fuck you up. But if you're smoking weed and it's just something you enjoy, it calms you down or makes you feel better or whatever. The, it, weed does more good than it does bad. It's the same thing with video games. It's, it's, it's all about you got some uneducated uh, asshole that is grabbing a topic and, and shining a light on the negative side of it, but not shining any light on the positive side of it. And that's what we're getting here. And we're getting it in the middle of a pandemic where you literally, when you're locked up in your house, that's what you do. You you entertain yourself. You play video games. You watch TV. Is anybody complaining about like Netflix's numbers? You know, is anybody like are people are what's next? All oh, people are spending way too much time on Amazon buying things on Amazon and they're not going out and shopping anymore. You know what I mean? Like what, what else do you want people to do in a in a pandemic? Seriously. People are spending too much time reading books as a form of escapism. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, next up, Niantic has won a lawsuit against... So Niantic's the, the company behind Pokemon Go, amongst other things. Uh, has won a lawsuit against Global Plus Plus that nets them $5 million after it was discovered that Global Plus Plus basically used copies of Niantic's code for Pokemon Go, Ingress, and Harry Potter Wizards Unite, which is all basically the same game with a different paint, you know, paint job. Um, done by Niantic. Uh, but they pretty much copied it exactly, and then made hacked versions of them, and then, as if that wasn't enough uh, illegal activity, decided to sell them! On top of that, under the names that were so well hidden as PokeGo++, Ingress++, and Potter++. These versions allowed users to do all sorts of stuff that aren't allowed in the main game, such as changing GPS locations, Auto walking, etc. So, uh, yeah, they basically copied the code, hacked the fuck out of it, then sold it under almost identical names uh, to uh, to people so that they could do all sorts of stuff that you can't do in the official version of the game. And so they, uh, yeah, they got slapped around for that. Now they uh, own them five million dollars, and we'll see if that uh, results in that company completely folding or just popping up somewhere else. But all the same. That's fucking nuts to me. I like some people are so blatantly fucking it like they're so brazen. Me. It doesn't surprise so me. So brazen, just like, you know, we could we could copy the game, or whatever, but we're gonna copy the code and we're gonna give it like the same name. And we're gonna even hook it into basically the same uh fucking service and have people do this shit. For real? Fuck, man. That's crazy. Uh Ninja Theory, the team behind Hellblade, showed off some of the tech behind Project Mara, which is their upcoming horror game of sorts that aims to be true to life as possible. And the results, as I have in my notes here, pretty wild. We're gonna watch it's about four minutes of this uh of them showing their their tech that they're developing for this game, and the shit is fucking impressive. I'm not gonna lie. So we're gonna take a little a little sneak peek at that. You guys are going to see the starting screen for a moment as I get this set up. There we go, and then we've got... Oh, wait a minute. No, that's not what I wanted to do. 
that, that. Alright. Uh, wait, why the fuck is Jeff's... Wait, what the f How did that happen? How in the shit did that happen? There we go. That was a little weird. Alright. Okay, you ready? Yep. Alright, in three, two, one, go. Oh, sorry, Jeff. One sec, one sec, one sec. Back that up, back that up. I forgot to do something. Uh, my sound is actually routed differently from my own stream, so I had to just bring that back. There we go. All right, I'm back at zero. You ready? Yep. All right, three, two, one, go. There we go. <laughs> they weren't getting any audio. I want to talk a little bit about the art process behind Mara. Project Mara is a very special project for us because although it is quite a concise project, I can already tell by looking at this dude lots of things that we've never attempted that he, he's he's at that full-blown art territory. You know what I'm oh, saying? So the game is set artsy fartsy, yeah. an apartment, a real-world location, and the art team's goal is to recreate this apartment perfectly. And to do this we first start with materials. So we got a bunch of material samples from the apartment, wood, carpet, etc., wallpaper, and photographed them under lots of different lighting conditions. And we scanned a bunch of it as well using a home-built scanner that our technical art director, Matt, created. This motherfucker and just went out there and made his own scanner. Then generated uh, procedural shaders and detail maps to attempt to recreate the <laughs> materials as true to life as possible. But a funny thing happens when you get that close to a material, you know, when you get as close as a human eye can possibly see. Things that seem flat from afar become 3D. You start to see details, you start to see edges, edgeware, you see lint, you see dirt, you see all kinds of stuff that is 3D geometry. So materials for us are no longer simply flat things. They're, they're things that blend between shaders and 3D geometry. So developing these shaders has been a long and arduous process that took our artists several months. But in the end, we got pretty damn good results in terms of recreating these materials true to life. These guys took Enhance to a whole new fucking level. Enhance! But then the next <laughs> challenge is to recreate the whole of the apartment, uh, the dimensions of the apartment. And this is trickier than it sounds. You can't just go around with a measuring tape. It's just not accurate enough and there's not enough detail that you capture. And we tried various different techniques with very mixed results. So in the end, we contacted ClearAngle, who specialize in this kind of stuff. And they spent a whole day scanning the apartment with their LiDAR scanners and they provided us with some of the best reference we've ever seen. A point cloud of the entirety of the apartment down to every little detail. So with this reference in hand, the challenge for the artist is to create... Yeah, they use fucking LiDAR for this shit, which is just nuts. ...across the whole apartment, and there's no way you can do this by hand. It has to be procedurally generated. 
So all of our environment artists dived into procedural tools and Houdini in particular and started to build and develop their own tools with simple interfaces so that we could scale these materials and features across the whole of the apartment. So there's, a, there's this kind of a shift going on within Ninja Theory and the way we... This game is going to fucking look nutty. ...to just create an object. They're there to create systems that can create that object and infinite variations of that object. Um, but more, so more importantly, they're building that tools that are going to make like other games also fucking super all nutty. Of our projects across the studio and all of our future projects. Look at this shit. Camera on the left, game on the right. Fuck. Fuck. We're aiming for an experience that feels real. That doesn't feel like a game and it doesn't feel like a movie. It's something altogether different. And there's a power in tricking the mind into believing it's real before then subversing it. So that you experience the mind-bending strangeness and horror of the world that Mara inhabits. Like, they're already... They're already really good at the psychological shit, and how the Hellblade Saga... The Hellblade Saga was... Um, and it, well, is uh, one of the prettiest series that exists in video games right now. But that's them putting together their new tech for Project Mara, which is like a horror game of sorts, like a psychological horror game. And that was super impressive. So I don't know... I mean, I, I, you would hope that this tech gets out to other people as well, but the level of detail there is crazy. And when you're doing a horror game... Like, obviously people want to see high-detail shit, photorealism in a lot of different, like, in a lot of different environments, but, you know, that level of detail outside of something like an apartment would be so graphically intensive that I don't even know how you fucking do it. But within an apartment, like they're doing, where they're basically recreating an apartment, you can, you can get away with that, because it's a relatively small space. And for horror games, the more realistic your environment looks the easier it is to fuck somebody's head up when you start playing around yeah. with what's going on. So, um, I'm, I'm very intrigued now. I mean, there, anything they were going to make, I was going to be, you know, keeping tabs on anyway, but this is a, uh, uh, a very impressive series of tools that they're building out here to, uh, to make for a hyper-realistic, uh, environment. I mean, when you start putting lint on the fucking ground, Procedurally generated lint. <laughs> that's another. That's another fucking realm of weird, man. Like you're playing that shit on like your 4K TV. It's gonna be like looking through a fucking window into like just another part of a house. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty pretty nuts. So yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll continue to keep tabs on that. I uh and and see anything else comes out of it that's interesting to watch. But that, I thought that was a a very interesting watch. It's not very often that we see more than just like. Oh, here's the new Unreal Engine, and here's the new fucking, like, whatever, the, you know, id tech, and all this other shit, and it's like, they're making their own, the moment I saw the video, and I saw that their, that their dude made his own scanner in his apartment, I was like, alright, I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. You're making your own scanner. It's fucking nuts. So, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep tabs on that, and if anything else interesting pops up, uh, then, uh, we'll go from there. But that's it for that.
which now means it's time for Mr. Black. It's time to sell out a little bit. You got anything Patreon. for me? Patreon. Well, you know, I'll go a little lighter. I went hard last week. I went hard in the paint last you went, week. You went very hard in the paint last week. Products last week. So yeah. we're going to go easy this week. Uh, Patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there. Throw money at the screen. Keep the podcast going. Big thank you, everybody that is still supporting the podcast after all these years. Um, yeah. So head on over there and do your thing. Uh, obviously, we got Elgato. If you guys don't already have a stream deck, you all got to get one. Um, they also got the Wave products, which are the the USB microphone. Pardon me, microphones. Um, what else? What else do they have? They've got they've got uh, their key lights, so they've got lighting. Um, they've got now ring lights as well. So if you want to hook your cell phone up and use that as a webcam, a camera uh, with proper lighting to take photos, videos, streaming, you name it. Um, the the ring light is a great option. Uh, key light is great if you're using green screens. Um, what else do they have? What what all, what other hot products? They got capture cards. You know, we're in the for those that do have the new consoles, you can go and pick yourself up a 4K uh, capture card. You don't even need a new console for that, but you know, you can go pick one up if you it's don't. Got, if you don't want you covered with HDR, yeah, you got HDR 60 frame. Um, if you don't want to go that crazy, you can get the 1080p one. Uh, they have that as well, which still useful for virtually everything. Uh, so yeah, definitely go check out Elgato. Link is in the description. And also, we got NordVPN. If you guys don't already have a VPN service, what are you waiting for? It's 2021. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. Whether you're at, you're at home, you're out using public Wi-Fi's. Um, it's so easy. One click of a button. Whether you're on your cell phone, your desktop, you can use a an extension, desktop app, smart TV. Uh, you name it, they've got an app for it. Uh, NordVPN, use the promo code OTT and get 68% off uh, a two-year subscription. And I do believe they're giving away a bonus month now that the uh, Christmas one uh, is deal is over. Yes. So they still, have a, they still have a good deal going on. And uh, yeah, um, if you guys want to watch different regions of Netflix, since you know we are spending more time watching TV these days, huh. if you want to watch different regions, of television, or if you want to watch region block content, whether you're on a website, YouTube, Twitter, um, you can bypass all that with a click of a button. It even works for people in China as well. Um, not a lot of VPN services work there, but NordVPN does. And uh, and when you buy a subscription, you're supporting the stream. You know, you're supporting the podcast. So head on over there if you're ever in the market for a VPN. Think NordVPN first, and head on over to NordVPN.com/ott and use that promo code. That's it. Marvelous. And now it's time to move on to tech support, movies and TV. (laughs) Uh, Matt Damon, Mr. Black, is apparently going to be in Thor 4. Matt Damon. Going to be in Thor 4 and has uh, landed in Australia to start his quarantine period before filming. That's the latest on that. Cool. Matt, Matt Damon, one of those guys that you're like, that I know personally sat back and went, how in the fuck has Matt Damon not isn't, been involved in a superhero movie before? Isn't Christian, I think Christian Bale is the main villain in that movie? Really? I think Why so. Not? Fuck it. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, he is. He's the main villain. He is Gore the God Butcher. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, so Matt Damon was like in theoretically i think he had like a cameo or some shit one of the earlier thors where he was playing thor i think or some shit 
in like a play, like a Broadway-ish mm. type thing or whatever. So like, there was he's technically there. And listen to that that list: Matt Damon, Natalie Portman, mm. Christian Bale, Chris mm. Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, and then all the all the rest of them. Damn, that's actually pretty deep. Yeah, just, that's a major list. Yeah, I'm in. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm sold. Uh, next up, you know what else I'm sold on, Jeff? Anytime <laughs> it's available, Nicolas oh, Cage. Boy. No, no more Anytime Nicolas it's Cage. available, Nicolas Cage. Give me some Nicolas Cage. I'm going to preface this. We're going to watch a trailer here if you haven't seen it. Have you seen this trailer no, yet? No, I okay, have not. Fantastic. So get that paused and ready to go. So uh, just as a side note here for Nicolas Cage, I already knew about the fact that he was originally um, singled out to possibly play Superman back in the day. But you know what I didn't know, Mr. Black? And this will blow your fucking mind if you didn't know this shit. All right. He was also front runner or offered first, before other people, these roles. Buckle up for this list. Mm. Willy Wonka. Mm. Aragorn. From Lord of the fucking Rings. No. No. Neo. I knew that. Fucking but Neo. He wasn't, but he wasn't the front runner. No, uh, but Will he was Smith. Offered. Will Smith was the front runner. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, uh, Nicolas Cage. I think Mel Gibson or Bruce Willis, one of the... I, I There's a few of them. But Will Smith was the guy that was, that was supposed to have that be Neo. Damn. And uh, and and Lawrence Fishburne wa- uh, was not Morpheus. He wasn't even in the role. It was um, some other big. It was a white actor. Um, some other some other big uh, actor was supposed to play. And then when they they got uh, Keanu Reeves, they switched Morpheus. Oh my lord! Yeah, well, I'm just envisioning just seeing Nicolas Cage in any of these roles is so fucking wild to me. No, I mean, for one, for one, it tells you how much clout Nicolas Cage had during that time period. And apparently according to, according to Cage, um, it was like most of these roles popped up in a three year period where he had a shitload of family commitments that he took him out the acting game in general. Uh, and so he was turning down a fair amount of roles, but he did say that he was happy that especially for Lord of the Rings and the matrix, he singled out that he didn't go for or win those roles out because he doesn't watch any of the movies that he's in. And so, having not been in those movies, he said he was thankful that he could actually get to enjoy watching The Lord of the Rings, watching The Matrix Trilogy, uh, and all that shit as well. I'm just, man, fuck. That was a lot of clout for Nicolas Cage back in the day to be pulling down those roles. Can you imagine? That's just so silly to me. So anyway, now we got we got a different Nicolas Cage now. We got a, we got a cra- we got Nicolas the Rage Cage. Uh, and, uh, we already know he's got the, the series. I still haven't got a chance to watch any of it, but the history of, of swear words and shit. Uh, but now he's got this movie that's coming up. Uh, it's called Willie's Wonderland. And I swear to God, this, the, the premise for this movie is Five Nights at Freddy's. All right, let's watch it. Let's watch it. It's, watch it's, it's, call, it's man. not called it. Oh, damn. Right. Hold on. All right, all right, okay. I see the damn thing. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Hold on. All right, let me just get you over here. See what you got, Nicolas Cage. All right, you ready? Let's let's go. Three, two, one, go. Sour about that flat. 
Oh boy. This is already Nicolas Cage written all over. Look at it. Bad. Welcome to Willie's Wonderland. Spend the night cleaning Willie's Wonderland, and I will pay to have your car fixed. Deal? You are officially on staff. <laughs> Let's get the hell out of here. I can't stand to hear a grown man scream. This place has a dark history. I know the bullshit story they told you. It's a lie. You're here to be a human sacrifice. <laughs> Have you been listening to a word I've been saying? I love Nicholas Cage so much. gonna die in here, so but you won't listen to me. This is Five Nights at Freddy's. It's literally, except... Just watch. Machines got out. God. Nobody is safe. We're going to Willie's. He's not trapped in here with them. We are trapped in here with him. I enjoy a man a few words. Ah! Yes! I, I will never watch that movie. I am watching it thrice! Oh my god, bro. That looks so bad. That looks like Nick, everything Nick. I want in a Nicolas Cage movie. Doesn't Literally look. everything. The opening looks. scene of that trailer where he like he's got the flat tire and you just see the look on his face... And it's just whatever the fuck, and he cracks a can, and the sa- the soundtrack, uh, the, it's instantly Nicolas Cage. It's mm. Nicolas Cage being allowed to be batshit insane, which is exactly oh. what I want in my life. I am watching the fuck they out even of that got, movie. They even got the, the, the cliche, your man of few words. He didn't say a fucking he word. He didn't say. He's probably like, you know what, anything. I'll do this bullshit movie for you for $200,000, but I'm not, I'm reading five lines. That's that's what I'm doing. And you'll just hear me scream and groan and grunt. That's that's I'm in. I'm in. All in on Nicolas Cage. Give me as much Nicolas Cage as humanly possible. And thankfully, since he never turns down a role, I'm going to always have a fine selection of Nicolas Cage movies. Oh man. God bless the man. Uh, a trailer for More Than Miyagi, the Pat Moria Morita story, the documentary following the life of Pat Morita, has landed with the documentary coming to iTunes, Amazon Prime Video, and other streaming platforms on February 5th. Uh, I'll probably watch that too. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Liam <laughs> Neeson's is my shit. Nicholas Cage and Liam Neeson's is my shit. <laughs> You got the worst taste ever, but I love it. Liam Neeson's is my shit. Oh man, you are such an old soul. It hurts. It it just hurts my Liam, Liam Neeson's <laughs> is my shit. Uh, and Seth uh, MacFarlane talked about a Naked Gun reboot. Now this is stupid as fuck. Because I got to be honest with you, I don't want this to happen. As much as I love Liam Neeson. The last movie that I think anyone should try to recreate is The Naked Gun. 
Uh, nobody's gonna fucking be able to do any justice to the naked gun the way that, that Leslie Nielsen did, so I don't know why anyone would even bother, let alone Liam Neeson. But, um, but apparently he and Seth MacFarlane are talking about that shit. Uh, <laughs> good luck. I, I don't, Liam Neeson can be a funny guy. He's not, he's not Leslie Nielsen. Yes, he has the same, you know, initials, but it ain't going to play out the same way. You can't fucking redo. Imagine trying to redo Airplane or some shit. Like, it's just not going to, you just, you're not going to be able to do it for a number of reasons. One, nobody's going to want to watch Airplane in the year 2021. No. Nah. Nobody's going to want to watch the 2021 version of The Naked Gun. Listen, if they do it, it's going to be like straight to Netflix. It'll be like a streaming movie. You know, Seth MacFarlane his name will bring enough of an audience, but nobody's asking for this. No. It sounds like Seth MacFarlane probably just loves the movie, wants yeah. to give his own spin on it. And Yeah, the only thing I need to see from Liam Neeson right now is more Qui-Gon Jinn. So campaign for that. Mm. Make that happen. Um, I'll be honest. I don't want to see any of the old Star Wars stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm like, I am over the past. I want, I, I say that because I know that's what they're going to do anyway. And so I'm just saying that I would want to just see that if they're going to yeah. do it. I want to see that. I would love I, new shit. I just want new shit. I want the old characters to die, which most of them have. And, uh, and, and I just want to move forward with a whole new everything. I think right now the problem is they're not entirely sure how to write new Star, Star Wars. Not entirely sure they had to write Star Wars at period. all. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of a uh, a bit of a challenge. Uh, that's all I got. Did anything else pop up? Uh, not really. I'm trying to think. If anything, I mean, movies got delayed. You know, mm. James Bond got delayed again. Um. That's pretty much it, man. I mean, it's quiet. There ain't there ain't much going on right now. There ain't much going on. I know the I think Avatar, the next Avatar movie's coming out in 2022. Oh, Em um, and I watched um that new Netflix movie that has the dude that plays Falcon in it. Um Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh I can't remember the name of the movie off the top of my head now. Um It wasn't great. Uh, it was like the movie the movie was basically two and a half hours just to deliver the final like three sentences of the movie so it was like a three it was like a two and a half hour movie just so that the writer of the film could be like hey fuck the military industrial complex of the United States of America and by the way using robots to fight other robots in war just perpetuates war further when it doesn't need to be there and scene and that was basically the entire movie was that yeah it wasn't it wasn't like it was like a bottom of the barrel type experience but uh it wasn't it wasn't phenomenal outside the wire that was the name of it yeah outside the wire uh other than that that's all I that's all I know yeah, there isn't much. There isn't much news. Well, then you know what time it is now. It's time for tech support. Patreon.com/slash LagTV. Ten dollars more a month gets you access to a few things, but more importantly, right now because everything else is more or less restricted to COVID, 
That's asking us questions each and every week on a, on a uh, post I put up before the podcast called Tech Support. You can ask us some questions, and we'll try to answer as many of them as we can. And so with that being said, Black Jimmy asks, what are your top three and bottom three months of the year? My top three months? Like months that I like? Yeah, so your top three and your bottom three. Bottom three, January, February, March. Yep, that's mine, and I think everyone else is too, but yeah, January, yep. February, uh, March, yeah. My top three would be uh, July, August, and October. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's cheating to say this, but the back half of June and the first half of July for me. Oh, you can't do that. And it's only because at that point, I like it when the leaves have fully come out, but they're just out. So it's like that, that certain bright fucking green and everything Um. is brand new. It feels so fucking fresh. You walk outside and it feels like just smell the freshness. You can smell how fresh it is. And it's that specific period here right now. in this version of, of climate change anyway, is the back half of June and the front half of July. But if I had to choose between the two, I'd go July because overall July is nicer weather, less rain than, than June. Uh, and then October, and then I skip November, and I go December because I'm a Christmas guy. I just let, you know, December, the Christmas month for me. But yeah. fuck January, February, March. Fuck oh, yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. right off the face of the earth. I, 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 I don't know what it is, man, but, you know, I mean, my birthday is tomorrow. So, like, you know, birthday in January. Okay, great. Other than that, I find, like, January, like, most people go into the new year, and they're like, they're like, it's a fresh new year, pumped. For about I five th- days. Yeah, I think of January <laughs> as like, as as a Monday to the year. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I, don't, I don't operate on like, oh, thank God it's Friday. Oh, fuck, it's Monday type person. Because uh, I just, every day is the same. And I don't really, I don't live in that nine to five structured life. So like, I just go. But with that being said, it's just like the end of the year and beginning of the year. There's so much there's so much shit that like I just hate. I hate the weather. I hate having to prepare taxes and paperwork. And then, you know, usually have like a high point at December, like in terms of revenue. And you're just coming right off the high. And then boom, January hits. And it's just like it's the bottom of the barrel. It's like then you got to just like work your way back up into some kind of normalcy that that doesn't feel like you're take 10 steps back i just hate like it feels january feels like monday to me well, you come, uh, you, it, it, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the best way i could put it you, you come down off of the high of december and the holidays then you have to put all the christmas shit away yeah and then you know it's it's back to work time the yeah. days we're in the northern hemisphere right so the days are short it's dark yeah. all the time with very little variation in that. Yeah. In a normal year, we've gotten lucky this year, but in a normal year, you're neck deep in snow. You're shoveling the driveway two, three times a week up to your knees. How great is this year so Fuck far? It. I don't even want to jinx it. I don't even want to say because I'm afraid it's going to fucking jinx it, but we're like almost in, in February. It's actually, in, it's actually insane, the yes. weather we're getting. Like, we've had cold weather, 
but we haven't. It's had not even snow. that cold. But not, not that, even no, that cold. No, but not cold. But we haven't. But that's that's what makes it even better because normally that means the snow would be worse. Yeah. But we haven't had the snow. Um. So yeah, we we're in the midst of that. Like you said, you're also ramping up for doing your taxes, tax season. Um. You know, February is traditionally like the blue month. Everyone's got the winter blues in February. Uh, and it's just like, it, it and the, the other part about it is that, is that it, uh, because it's a Monday, but at the same time, it's weird. Cause on the other side of it, it just goes. So it feels like it goes so quick. It's one of those things that when you're in it, it feels slow. And the other side of it, it feels like it went super fast. And you're like, how the shit are we already a third of the way through the fucking year? I haven't done anything. It's like, all I've done is get ready and paid my taxes. And that's like the first fucking three months of the year. And now I've got like, I've only got nine months left to do something, you know, good with my time. And it's just everything about those months is just ass. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, yeah, definitely that's the split for sure. Um, forlorn, uh, forlorn egoist says, uh, or asks, it's a, can- it's a Canada exclusive. What are some things found only in Canada? That you feel the rest of the world is missing out on, uh, like uh, you know, candy bars or whatever, television shows, national parks, retailers, mm. etc. That's really so, hard because it's hard to know what is and isn't at this point. The world is. I mean, so fucking, poutine, poutine. I mean, you can get that other places, but that's like. A I mean, you can, but it's not really. I mean, you could get any type of food here, yeah. really. But, um, I think I think Smarties is also not an American thing. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it might not be. Um, I could be wrong. Ketchup chips rarely make their way into the states. Ketchup chips are fire. All dressed as well don't make their way outside of Canada very often, but they do, but not not very often. So yeah, it says it's not that Nestle won't sell Smarties in the U.S. It's that they can't. If you ask for Smarties in the States, you'll get a tablet of candies more similar to what is known as Rockets. Yeah, Rockets. That's because Canada. there's already Smarties Company in America, which is known for that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah, Canadian. It's like Canadian Smarties. If Canadian you guys Mar- don't know what that is, it's basically go, M&M's. It better than M&M's. I like Smarties more than M&M's personally. But it's the same thing. It's a, it's a candy-coated Yes, it's very similar. It tastes different, but it's yeah. it's basically m&ms but different, different chocolate different candy coating but the same yeah. idea and then for yeah. us like yes yeah, smarties in the states are rockets here which are like the little Ugh, i can't stand them they're like p- almost powdery and powder like sugar, just yeah. dry that, that ain't it dog uh but yeah ketchup chips all dressed chips oh yeah they're, yeah they're, yeah I can't those two flavors of the goats um yeah. and so you know that's, that mr miyagi had both those when he was over here yeah yeah, yeah. that shit's life-changing uh yeah. can you get can you get Miss Vicky's? Is Miss Vicky's a Canadian brand? I think, or is that... No, I think I think you can get them in the states. Okay, yeah. The 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 salt and malt vinegar. Miss Vicky's. They got another good one that Kayla picked up. There's it's like a jalapeno, it's like a jalapeno something, and oh. it's delicious. It's delicious. We we got bags. We got bags of Vicky's upstairs, bro. Um, <sighs> thankfully Costco has them now. Like you get like I know, you get the jumbo bags. bag. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'm trying to think of like what else. Like if there's like stores and stuff. Not really. No. Most of Dude, our, Canada most of our stores sucks, have just bro. been bought out by American companies yeah. now. Straight up. Straight. Like, literally. Anything that we used to have, uh, the the like the government's just allowed American companies to come up here and yeah. buy them out. So oh, you really like Tim Hortons? How about we fuck that over by having an American company just come buy it? Yeah. And- 
fuck it over. And oh yeah, shit all over it. And then yeah. and then yeah. fucking uh, McDonald's bought out their friggin' bean supplier, and so everyone yeah. was like, "Why does Tim Hortons coffee all of a sudden suck?" And McDonald's is fired. We're like, well, because oh, McDonald's man. coffee is now Tim Hortons coffee that you had for the last twenty years, and now it's fucking flipped. Yeah, so American companies, our government, our government has let them come up here and buy out everything. So there's not really anything. I'll tell you right, straight up, right now is that EB Games takes shits all over Game uh, GameStop every yep. time, and before the buyout, and still kind of to a degree after the buyout, because before the buyout, where GameSpot, uh, GameStop came up here and bought out EB Games, uh, EB Games actually hired people that knew what the fuck they were talking about. They didn't just hire girls because they wanted to have like fucking neckbeard versions come into the store. They, you know, they they didn't always try and force you to buy like fucking insurance policies, and they didn't have to. They didn't used to take the discs out of the fucking case and like have them in behind the counter so like you'd get scratched discs because they took them out of the fucking retail box to not have the retail boxes on the shelf. Like anything that's bad. That is now is basically because the American company came up and fucking bought us out and ran it into the ground. So, yeah, it used to be the goat, and now it's Mer- just America, Americanized. Um, yeah, I would say that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. The only, You know what? The only company I was happy that I, I didn't mind getting bought out when Costco bought out Price Club because it was the same, basically the same thing. Okay. Almost yeah. nothing changed. Yeah. And it just became Costco. And so I do remember that Price fine. Club. That was a long time ago, man. Yeah, bro. Long time ago. Fucking long time ago. Uh, let's see. This is one of the weirdest questions, so I have to ask it because it's a weird question. Okay. Danish Devil asks, any versus Audi be- uh, belly buttons, which do you have and which do you prefer to see on a woman? That's- I'm an any. I'm an any and I'm I prefer an any. I prefer an any too, but I don't, I'm not, but I'm, I'm not, not I'm not going to discriminate somebody's on the, belly. On the list of things that, yeah. that I'm going to prioritize belly button might be last. I mean, that shit yeah. is, I like, well, it might come when Kayla got pregnant and her belly gets big, it turns into an an Audi. Well, that so, happens for obvious yeah, yeah. reasons. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I haven't really ever thought about that. I mean, I guess just like visually speaking, you know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like somebody that's for, uh, has foreskin, right? That that yeah. some, somebody that's been circumcised. I mean, most people probably would prefer to see a circumcised penis because it's what what you normally see. Um, and so, yeah. It, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I, I mean, I would think not, but who knows? The answer is no. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird i yeah i I, like the law law there is a lengthy list of shit that is going to on pretty much anyone's you know wants in a person physically belly button whoa on that list uh will hawkins asked what style of barbecue are your favorites i'm literally any style of barbecue i'm not gonna sit here and say you know dry rub versus wet all that shit that you, you know, the people like have wars about in the southern states. Fuck all that shit. I eat it all. You know why? Because yep. it's all delicious. Give me <laughs> all of it at once. Yeah. Dry like- next to the wet, wet next to the dry, mix the shit up, make it like semi-moist. I don't fucking care. Give me all the barbecue. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of with you on that too. Like barbecue for me is barbecue. Um, I will say I do like the taste of 
a little hint of like charcoal, like almost like a charcoaly mm. or like a wood yeah. kind of taste. But ultimately, bro, somebody's if somebody's like, hey, we're having a barbecue. Listen, I'm in. I'm in. Jorbach asks, what's missing from your wardrobe at the moment? New winter coat, dependable gloves. Coat. Uh, if you asked, if you asked any of the women and women in my life, they'd say everything. Yeah. I'm still wearing the same. I got T-shirts I've been wearing for so long now, and like the armpits are like are like a different texture than the rest of the shirt. Doesn't matter how you wash them or what you fucking do, they're just so worn and fucked. Yeah, yeah. just everything needs to. It, it, other than a, a selection of wintry and fall clothes that I bought only about a year and a half, two years ago, pretty much fucking everything. But I just don't care. I'm not the uh, just like belly buttons. The list of things that I'm going to spend money on, you know, to, to, on myself, yeah. clothes, it's on, it's on a low list, very fucking low yeah. on that list. Yeah. Like, I probably, I probably spend like when I go and buy clothes or like a jacket or anything like that, I spend a lot. Yeah, but I don't do it often. You only so, need like, one good coat, Jeff. Like for yeah. like two in Canada, you need probably two because you like, need, I like spend, there's two seasons. I would say for a jacket, I would spend anywhere between five hundred and a thousand dollars, and then the jacket will last a decade, like, <laughs> seven years. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I still have I still have a jacket that I still wear. I mean, if anybody watches my streams or anything or watches any of my social media. You see, I wear the same fucking clothes all the goddamn time. I'm pretty I mean, sure I, I had the same sweater on this week as I did last week. Yeah, you probably do. And I, I probably actually I was probably wearing your war council sweater. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do spend a lot of money on clothes. Like it's nothing for me to spend 30, $50 on a shirt, but I also know that I'm going to wear that shirt until it is not wearable. Either I'm going to outgrow it or it's going to, I'm going to wear it to the point where it's ripped and it can't be worn anymore. Like it goes on for years. Kale is the same way. We don't really buy, we don't really clothes. Which just where, really is where, where clothes gets weird. Like where clothes gets weird for me is when you start getting into like deep into brand names, but they're basically just plain clothes. Yeah. So you're buying a t-shirt, fifty dollars for, and it's like fucking fifty to a hundred dollars, and <laughs> it doesn't even have a logo. It's just a plain white tee. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like you could That's just. Like it's like this one. It's just a black, plain white tee, and this is actually a Saks shirt. This is from Saks. Yeah. Um, and I've had this for, and they sent it to me for free. It's like I've I've been wearing this, and I've got a gray one, just plain stuff that wear under a sports blazer or something, or just wear as normal. And like, imagine spending nearly a hundred dollars on a white T-shirt. No, the answer is no. No, never. Uh, Jorbach asks if you were being forced to do a 24 hour live stream by a lunatic with a shovel what game would you play what's your 24 hour stream game right now um I don't think I could play any game for 24 hours um I'd have to switch up for sure hmm uh, I mean, listen. If he's ha- if, if the shovel if the shovel is is metal, they're gonna fuck and, you up. And, that shovel, and he really he's saying, bro, you got to pick one game, and if not, I'm gonna fucking smash you in the face with the shovel repeatedly until you're not breathing. Then I would probably pick. Oh man, 
sweet mother of God. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I am going to pick RuneScape. Because, and here's the reason. Um, I, I, I wouldn't want to role play for 24 hours. It's just, it's too much. You have to be on too much. So it's just, yeah. I, it, no, I could do like 12, 15 hour role play session. 24, no. The reason why I pick RuneScape is because RuneScape has the ability for you to almost just zone out. Like you could yeah. literally at one, like when I, when I hit like hour 18, there's like a three hour period where I'm like a fucking zombie. And I'm like barely breathing. Like my heart rate has gone down to the point where you got to check to see if it's still there. I'm like half out of it. I'm like, I'm just barely saying anything. And RuneScape is just one of those games that you just click a button every fucking two minutes and collect whatever you need to collect. and, and, And that's the show. Plus with RuneScape is if you've got like a goal in mind, 24 hours can go by very, very quickly. And it doesn't feel like 24 hours so because there's no really peaks and valleys with runescape it's just yeah. you know i'd uh i'd probably end up playing for the similar reasons it would either be morrowind or or no man's sky for the same reasons there's so much yeah. to do and it's relatively brainless uh in either case and uh, so you can keep yourself occupied enough but not have to be on the whole time and just easy uh yeah. both of them would pass time pretty pretty well but i don't think i could do 24 hours anymore bro like my i like if i get bad sleep for four days my yeah. heart rate is like fucking low yeah. i'm like and, I'm, and it takes days to re i'm old man now it takes days to recover my heart will skip beats and shit because it's like tired it's like just get on a treadmill you lazy fuck why are you sitting in a chair it's like just it, my body's just like de- de- decaying. Twenty four yeah. hours, I'd be dead. Yeah, I would be I, dead. I, I, I would. I would. So I'm just not in like shape to do it. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm not in shape to do a lot of stuff right now, including yeah. sitting in a chair. Yeah, like I'm turning thirty four tomorrow. Yeah, I'll probably stream like ten hours, and then like family's coming over. If this was me like six years ago, I'd I'd do like twenty twenty four hours on my birthday and just yeah. fucking you know go crazy. But honestly, man. Like, and I'm not even just saying this to be funny. If I did 24 hours, like I would, I would have to seriously take precautions. Like I would have to get up every so, like so often drink tons of water. Yeah. Um, like I, I would, I would have to, like, I couldn't be sipping on this all night and, and, and not drinking water, eating every three, four hours and getting up and stretching because honest to God, like I would probably pass out. Yeah. Like I'd probably physically pass out and, and i'm not even saying that to be funny like you know, I'm I, just- you know what okay so this is what i learned from my doctor right when i went through all this thing i had the holter monitor on for 24 hours and shit all that came back clear or whatever but i was talking to her and she was like all right something you need to understand is that even if technically speaking you're relatively healthy right like if you get on a treadmill and, and you can like do what you know what it's reasonable you can walk uphill for 45 minutes you can run for a mile you know whatever the fuck is that if you're sitting all day, every day. And then the only other thing that you're doing is leaving your chair to go to bed and lay down instead of, st- instead of sitting. Is that when you sit for long periods of time, even if it's only for an hour or if worse, if it gets longer than that, and you're not doing anything that's physically active and your heart only has to like beat slow to pump because bo- like, you're not doing it and you're sitting, your heart doesn't have yeah. to work. And then the moment you do something as simple as take a deep breath 
and your heart has to now deal with that deep breath and pump that shit out, you will have heart skips. You have all because your heart hasn't had to do anything. It's literally sat still. Yeah, it's like you're sleeping almost. And barely, you're almost in a yes. Yeah, she, she described yeah. it like you're almost at sleep state. You're completely yeah. relaxed. Like if you weren't, if you were, if you were like watching a movie like Netflix and shit, and you're on a couch, it's similar. Like you're getting ready to fall asleep. She says basically the same thing. Your heart rate is going to drop, and the moment you like stand up quick, all of a sudden you're like on the verge of passing out. Your heart doesn't know what the fuck to do because it's not doing anything. That's probably one of the biggest problems when you're streaming and shit, especially long hours, is that. It's just not healthy. No. Like, just, like, I went I went here about three weeks with almost no heart events whatsoever, and I was feeling pretty good. And then I had that, the the period where I was, like, up with Nan, and I, I didn't, I was sleeping three, four hours a night, and I was broken as fuck, and now I'm finally sleeping again, but I've been sitting in a chair and not doing any physical activity, and I, for the first, like, three weeks, and all of a sudden, my heart's doing fucking weird shit and whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and... And it's not because anything's wrong. It's because we sit in a chair. So yep. 24 hour stream? No. No. That ain't it. No. That ain't it. You don't you don't you don't gain anything from it at all. Like you know, it's just not worth it. I mean, if I was a young guy and I'm trying to like ride a hype wave or whatever, like yeah, okay, there's time and place, but I'd rather just do a 12 hour stream with an 8 hour break and then get back in it for another 12 hour stream. Yes. Opposed- in 24 hours because even like the last six hours like you're just not entertaining unless you're unless you're one of these like adderall kids that is just pumping adderall and you're you're you know you're, you're also a kid you're, you're also a kid or adderall adults i mean listen um uh, i i i just i don't doing drugs is bad it's not <laughs> then, then you got then you got a whole nother issue where you're doing drugs to stay awake yeah it's it, that ain't it, bro. There ain't enough G fuel. There ain't enough Rockstar. There ain't enough Adderall that that uh, that entices me enough to want to do a twenty four hour live stream. It's just it's not in my in my heart, in my soul anymore. I did sixteen. I did sixteen hours a few days back, and it took me a day and a half to recover. Yeah, no. Like <laughs> <laughs> twenty four hours, not gonna happen. Not gonna not gonna fucking happen. Just no chance. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, I gotta bounce soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're almost, we're almost there. Round, we're at the last, last of the stretch. Uh, fresh to death Batman. Fire name, by the way. Mm. This, uh, this one is mainly for Adam. I don't know if Jeff is, uh, ever, was ever a big basketball fan. What's your opinion of modern NBA? Uh, and who's your favorite player? Um, I'll make this relatively short because he's also got a second follow up here that you'll be able to answer more. Because I don't think you're into NBA much. Uh, you're not into sports in general other than UFC. Um, I, I don't even get the chance to watch much NBA th- these days. But, uh, like, in, in all honesty, modern NBA to me is a fucking snooze fest for a bunch of fucking pansies. Uh, you got a bunch of kids leaving high school now, uh, getting signed for, like, 50 million fucking dollars. They don't have to work for their money anymore. So when they get there, unless they're the killer fucking mentality of, like, a, a Kobe Bryant or, like, a LeBron James where they... They wake up and they they eat a bowl of, of fucking nails and they go, I'm going to be the greatest fucking basketball player to ever live. They have no incentive. There's nothing there. They've already made it. They get out of high school and they're multimillionaires. There's nothing. And then you add to that the fact that if referees will call a foul, if you fart in a breeze strong enough, they'll, they'll be like, oh, you can't do that shit, bro. That's unacceptable. That's a foul. You can't play in the paint as easily anymore because of that. You can't fucking, you can't defend 
anymore. You gotta be like, you gotta social distance like it's COVID. You be like fucking 400 feet back and you had your hands up like you're not touching anyone and I'm just kind of here. And you know what that's allowed? It allowed Steph Curry, the greatest three-point shooter of all time, to come in and change the game of basketball where the difference in shots at the two-point mid-range from 2015 to 2020 went down by like 70% to where it's now you're either getting underneath the net points or most of them beyond the arc three-point land. And it's because of what Steph Curry and the Warriors did uh, with their team. And now everyone's just banging threes, step back threes. Oh, what's that? It's a long two. Let me just take one step back. Don't worry about defense. Nobody can touch me anyway. Bang a three. You got to the point where you got seven foot tall centers being trained to shoot three pointers. That ain't basketball. I mean, it is right now, but it ain't ain't fucking basketball. It's boring as shit to watch. So unless you've got athletic as fuck people like LeBron James, who can go and do the crazy shit still, it's just a snooze fest. Um... Uh, players are better than they've ever been at like any other sport. They're all genetic freak shows, getting the best doctors, best medical fucking people, best physiotherapists. They're all like, it's no wonder they have such longevity now in their careers. Right. But, uh, yeah. And as far as my favorite player right now, fuck, I don't know. Um, fuck. Durant, maybe. Um, f- fucking uh, Kyrie's obviously good. Um, yeah, any basically any. If you're gonna ask me, anyone that still does pull up jumpers in the two point field, I'll say I like that guy. And there's a short list of people that are that are like that. The guy who fucking carried Toronto to a championship and now he's like fucking off somewhere else. Uh, what's his name? He's another one of them. Anyway, uh, yeah, basketball's in a weird fucking spot. For sure. For me, anyway. Because I grew up in the 90s watching real basketball where men didn't have to like bitch whine and moan and cry like soccer players every time somebody touched them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my opinion of current day basketball. Last question, also from Fresh to Death Batman. Did you guys ever have... A teacher who openly disliked you. Kawhi Leonard, that was it, yeah. Openly disliking you. I don't think so. I don't think. I mean, I've I've annoyed teachers from being like a class clown and a center of attention, but I think at the same time, I think they kind of just, I don't know, maybe they did a good job at hiding it. I definitely have pissed off teachers for sure. But I don't, I've never got the vibe of like, man, this teacher fucking hates me. Like they roll their eyes every time I, I walk in the classroom. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that's, that's the case. Uh, I had been too young to pick up on those. Yeah. Things. That's the other thing you were, yeah, you might've been too young for it. I, there was one, but it was university. So I was old enough to, to pick up on it. It was my macroeconomics, uh, professor. He was, um, fresh out of Britain with that fucked up teeth, terrible breath, and massive fucking ego. Uh, and uh, I made the mistake of correcting him in class on like the second week or some shit because he was, he said something wrong at the board and I raised my hand and I was like, isn't it actually? And of course, that was probably a terrible life choice, but he came over to me and he got down with his his fucked up teeth and his terrible ass breath and he whispered to me, he's like, I'm going to make sure that any small little slip-ups you have for the rest of the year, you're going to pay dearly for them. I was like, okay. Okay. Have a Mentos. 
<laughs> so, you, so you got him. So you know what I you know what I did? I didn't slip up and I got an A plus in that fucking class because fuck you. Got him. Because so, it's Mac. It's first year macroeconomics. This guy's tra- like he's up there. Uh. Teaches some crazy shit. Like the supply line goes this way, and the demand yeah. line goes that way. And Man, when they I cross remember, over, <laughs> I took, I took, I took macro microeconomics in university. <laughs> I ended up, I ended up dropping out. But uh, man, I, I remember I struggled. Uh, I struggled in those classes, and I like, I swear to God, if I took those classes today, I, I would be, I'd be an A student. Well, you've had a lot of experience with, with just that be, kind of shit now, yeah, right? Yeah, I just be an A student. Like, yeah. there's so much like of school. It just goes to show that like you really don't need school to be to get educated, especially well, no, the it's way just the internet hyper, is. It's just a hyper exp like ex, it's an expedited learning. Yeah. right? You cram. Yeah. I mean, it is. A, you cram a decade worth of real life experience into theory within two to four years i i mean listen i i i firmly believe and and somebody can have the discussion in the in the comment section but i firmly believe that unless you're you're very very hyper specific about what you want to do for a living that you can self-educate yourself on the internet if you are disciplined enough to do so and you can get absolutely and you can get it done infinitely faster than going to school for four years than uh and in obviously infinitely cheaper um even if you even if you paid somebody privately to help you with certain aspects of it that you needed a little bit more help on you can you can virtually self-teach yourself to do really anything if you're that type of person that is that driven and can stay that focused some people need that structure some people need that that classroom kind of like you need that structure for a Mm. job, like be at work at nine, you leave at four, show up Monday to Friday. If you're late, you're fired type Mm. thing. Some people need that in order to push them to be there. But no, like I, it's, it's, it's basically, especially now it's, it's changed dramatically, especially since the, the, the job marketplace has changed dramatically in the last, you know, 12, 10, 12 years. The, for me, the way I've always looked at it, even when I got my degree, it wasn't like, it's not that I thought it, except if you're talking about like a doctor, obviously there, there are some professions yes. that you, you gotta, right. You know, you're not going to fucking go out and go to like the Mayo clinic.com and be like, all right, time to get a medical degree. Like that's just yeah. not going to fight. But, um, uh, like going I, to the way. For- School for business, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, so like, so like for me, for the from the business, for somebody who got a commerce degree, right? So for me, I looked at it as if it was for me when I was going to go and try and get a job in the field. The way I looked at it was the degree, the degree and the quality of my degree. So how well I did with, to get the degree and the degree itself showed that I had a certain competency with that thing. It didn't show that I was going to be, let's say, better than somebody who had real life experience for four years in the role. But what it would show is that I have the competency that is that you plug me in there. And on the other side, the value there has a better chance, a higher probability chance than somebody without the degree of turning into a a more valuable employee. That was the whole concept for me. It wasn't that you couldn't. Um, It was that from an HR perspective in certain roles, you looked at it and go, okay, if I'm going to bet on which one of these two people are likely to come out 
being a more valuable employee to the company long term, it's likely going to be the one that shows on paper they have the competency. Yeah, disciplined enough to go through. And, yeah, yeah. Somebody who just no, comes I get out. It. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Because you can obviously, like, it's uh, otherwise, what would like the most well known entrepreneurs in the world not. You know, some of them, and this is a dangerous comparison. It's like, it's like we mentioned this before. It's like, uh, so people will point out, like, Bill Gates dropped out of university or college, and look how he did. Like, motherfucker, you ain't Bill Gates. Let's just uh, stop it right there. Bill Gates ain't the average fucking university student. Bill, like, no, he's not. He's not the guy going to get like, C's, get degrees in university. Bill Gates was a goddamn savant that recreated the entire fucking world with personal computers. Yeah, but it's not just Bill Gates. Like, we can't just look at the big. No, guys. but no, but that's what no, I'm saying is that's who people generally point at when they go, "Oh, yeah. you don't need a degree." It's look at Bill no, Gates. Look yeah, at yeah. Don't these do other, that. Other you should be listen. If anybody goes out into their local market and they they go to and they look up. 100 small businesses that have been in business for, you know, five or more years. I guarantee you out of those 100 businesses, the vast majority did not have a university education. Yeah. Most of those people yeah. are people that didn't have a degree and that made made their own business and made it work. And mm-hmm. they made mistakes. Um, and, and, the, and listen, tons of people lose their business because they don't they're not disciplined enough or know those fundamentals or doesn't have that street smart, but the vast majority of people uh, do not have four-year business degrees or six-year business degrees. A lot of them are university dropouts, college dropouts, and and a lot of them are high school dropouts. A lot of mm. them just found their way. Um, and, and most people that create businesses are people that don't have university educations because the ones that go and get university educations, they, they have the mentality of what Adam had, where it's like, listen, I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to go and apply for said company. And I'm going to go and work the corporate ladder. doesn't mean that you can't go really, really high and become a CEO or or whatever within that company. But the vast majority, like people that go and get those business degrees typically don't just turn around and start their own businesses. People that start their own businesses usually fall into starting their own business. They're like, man, I really like this or I really like that. And then they just do it because they don't have those other commitments and they don't have that trajectory of oh, i'm going in this traditional route so most business owners you don't shouldn't be looking at bill gates or fucking you know elon musk or what or you know these uh, these mega you know uh billionaires that have done crazy things like sure look at those people uh, but at the end of the day man you, you should be looking at the mom and pop shops that you go to the, the local businesses the you know all of those things most of those people dropouts or just didn't go and they're yeah, perfectly the, successful. The, they're not changing the world, no. but they're changing their family tree. And ultimately, that's the only. So the only, the only, and this is not in defense of degrees at all. Because right now, I would say, especially in today's market, um, the only, the only, if, unless you're in a profession like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever that you need to have a degree for, you don't have a choice. Is uh, would be like if you even even then you could do stuff not going directly to a university, but you can do you can do programming schools and stuff like that for if you're doing programming of some kind, which is like that field is obviously going to be the biggest one for quite some time now. <clears throat> and so the market's probably already getting flooded with people, but the jobs are popping up faster than they can probably plug people in. But the 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 thing with entrepreneurship specifically, so ignoring just, you know, working at a company. So if we're talking about just entrepreneurship, that's a totally different ballgame than going to and working for an existing company. Like, those are different animals entirely. And in fact, there's an entirely different discipline within a business school if you were going to try and do entrepreneurship, specifically for that reason, is that it's a totally different animal 
than just, I'm going to go and get a business degree with a specialty in accounting so that I can go work for, you know, one of the big three, you know, that like, that's a totally different thing uh, than I'm going to go to business school as a general degree, and then I'm going to go out and start my own business. You didn't necessarily need to have that at all. And, and like you're saying, you could just as easily uh, study the cases of your local businesses that have been successful. Um, understanding the risk of entrepreneurship is basically that you are, if you become successful, you are the one in like a hundred. So you've got, you've got massive challenges one way or the other there, which is why as an entrepreneur, you need to be arguably whether you get it from a university or yourself online, you're not going to get it from a university. I, you need to, I, I you need fully to, believe you need that. To, like, you need to get, you need to have, you, you need, either, you need, need to, to know, be, you either know, you either need to know the right questions to ask and the right people to ask the questions to get informed about entrepreneurial ventures to get, to, to get, when I say get educated, you need to absorb some, you, don't, you can't just walk out of high school and start a business and expect it to go well um, if you don't I mean, know you can, shit. I mean, you can, but I mean, at the same I can time, like, shit, go buy yeah. a lottery Listen, ticket and win. I mean, yeah, it's not that it's not that extreme. Listen, if you, if you want to, if you want to leave high school and you're going to be like, listen, I'm going to go and just make, uh, I'm going to go and make homemade earrings and I'm going to turn this into a fucking multi-bajillion dollar company. Yeah. You're kind of, you know, I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's highly unlikely if you get out of high school and you're like, Hey, I'm going to start my own landscaping company. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, pick, pick, buy a lawnmower you know, lease a truck or buy a truck and get out there and start working. Now you're going to have to pivot and make and, 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 you know, learn uh, how to surround yourself. You got to learn how to be a people person to, to a degree. You got to learn these things. Um, and it doesn't happen overnight, but I, I, for, for me, and I mean, I'm biased because like I've been doing it, but at the same time, I know tons and tons of entrepreneurs. I mean, you're one Adam, like, I, I'm not. Know, I, I'm not making an argument yeah. for university. What I'm saying is yeah. that if you if you hope to be successful in a, in a field like entrepreneurship where it's already really fucking hard to be successful to any degree, and by that I mean break even and pay yourself a salary, yeah. is is that whether you get the education from a university or you get the education, meaning like you you're either going to get it by trial by fire on your own, which uh, where you're not at least seeking out people to ask questions ahead of time. Which is, in my opinion, fucking retarded. I'm going to be honest with you. If you're gonna if you're gonna go and spend a bunch of money to try and do any entrepreneurial venture, and you don't do any homework at all, and you're just like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna work hard and go. Yeah, you can be successful, but you're being fucking stupid about it. You know I, Ask I'm some be, questions yeah. from people I, yeah. who are successful. I'm go with, with us. you. I'm with you. I'm. I'm. I for sure. You want to do your research. You want to. You want to listen. You know. You want to talk to other entrepreneurs. Ask you somebody pick who's successful. Friends. Just ask yeah, yeah. them that, like simple questions. Like ask them questions. What was the keys to your success so that I don't make the same mistakes yeah. that you made early on? And the on. thing is, is it's super easy to find those. I mean, you got YouTube. You got podcasts. You've got tons of different things you can listen to to get you in the right mindset. Yes. But with that being said, and I'll, I'll end this because I really got to go. Yeah, yeah. Um. You know, I'm also for people getting out there and just fucking doing it. Even if that means you're not asking for help, you're not asking, it may sound crazy, but I, I'm a firm believer in get out there, get in there neck deep, put yourself in the trenches and you're going to see what you're made of. And it's either you are made for this, either you're, you're a true entrepreneur or you're a wantrepreneur. And wantrepreneurs, 
I'm telling you, <laughs> entrepreneurs want to be like an entrepreneur, want to have their own freedom, want to be their own boss, want to do all these things, but they don't want to put in the time. They don't want to be gritty enough. They don't want to s- sacrifice. They don't want to have those hardships. They just want to give up or you're going to sit in the analysis paralysis where you, you you start soaking up too much information. Oh, I, 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 I need to get this education. I need to get that education. I need to take this course. I need to do that. I need to do that. Next thing you know, it three years have gone by and you should have just fucking started, made some mistakes and then rebounded and just kept going. That's why I'm fully, fully in for people saying I'm that type of person. I am the type of person to be like, listen, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm jumping in because it forces me to get in and get it done or fail. And it's just really that simple. And I will, I will obsess over something until I get it right. That's just because I'm wired that way. Uh, and not everybody's wired that, that way. If you want to be an entrepreneur and a successful one, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. You got to be wired that way. And if you're not wired that way, you're, you, th- that's why like 95% of small businesses fail because they're just, they're just not wired. They, they can't, and it's not a bad thing. They're just not everybody is, uh, not everybody is that, that guy past LeBron, past Kobe, the ball. Pass Jordan the ball. He's going to put it in. He got three seconds on the clock for a ring. It's all on the line. It's do or die. You give it to those guys. They're going to make the shot 99% of the time. They just are because that's what they do. You give it to somebody else that isn't a pressure player, that's a follower, that doesn't got what it takes. They're going to have the ball. Shit, I can't pass to somebody. They're going to shoot it. It's going to be air ball and you lose. That's just, that's it. There were a few analogies in there. I'm not sure. It's all kinds. It's all kinds. (laughs) So I got to go be an entrepreneur right now and send my ass over to a property. Hopefully, Um, hopefully one of the other three walls aren't fucked by the time you get there. And we'll we'll go from there. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's all we got for Tech the Alpha this week. Thank you very much for stopping by. Where's my cursor? There it is. Thank you very much for stopping by. Hope you enjoyed yourselves. We'll see you guys next week for, for more Uh, shenanigans and until then stay safe out there wear a fucking mask wash your hands and uh uh yeah fuck it technical alpha let's go peace peace